I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Ben Turner brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Dickerson, Hathorne, Beck told you know what time it is, Austin. It is time for odds and ends. Oh, yeah. This is exciting. Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens this Sunday. They're the first game to kick off championship Sunday, and then you got the Lions 49ers. Let's start with the Ravens Chiefs game, guys. Lamar Jackson over under 208 and a half passing yards. I went over with him. I was wrong. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go over. It's going to be a shootout in Baltimore. Oh, Bechtold. Bechtold, Bechtold, Bechtold. I totally agree. I'm going to go over. It's not going to be much over, but he's going to hit the over at 208 and a half passing yards. Mahomes over under 243 and a half passing yards. I'm I'm going to give the defenses more in this game. I'm going to say under for him as well. I think it's going to be under, too, just because of Baltimore's defense. They're pretty good. Mahomes will be very close to that number, though, about 235. I'm going to go over. They both hit their overs in passing yards. I think it's going to be a shootout. I really do. I think that both teams are going to be heavy to stop the run uh, because they're going to try to play chess, thinking that both teams are obviously going to want to run the football as much as possible, but the passing game is going to be open. Lamar Jackson over under 66.5 rushing yards. Over. Over. Under. Under, as I said, that they're going to air it out. So, under, he's still going to get around 40. Around 40 Mr. rushing Pocket yards. Mr. Pocket Guy Jackson. All uh-huh. right. They're gonna, he's going to let it loose. Mahomes over under 26 and a half rushing yards. I think because of that pressure, he's going to be running more than he wants. So, I'm going to say over. I'm going to say under, and I'm changing my passing yards. Oh, no, 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 Slightly under. I said around 44 for Lamar Jackson rushing yards. I'm going to go around 21 for Mahomes rushing yards. So slightly under for Mahomes. Isaiah Pacheco over under 63 and a half rushing yards. Over. Over. He runs like a man that's running through a brick wall. I got to stick with my guns. He's going to go under, but he's going to get around 57 yards. He's going to go under. See, like whenever I'm saying under, that's going to be a close under. It's going to be right at the line. Player to player, how much do you enjoy watching him play? I, I enjoy watching him play because he's a seventh-round pick, just like myself. Mm. And I love that he's making the most out of his opportunity. Air is on fire. Yes. He runs Every hard. carry. He runs it's hard. It's like Jalen. 
He's like Jalen. Yes. Hard. Travis Kelsey. Actually, Travis Swift. <laughs> Over, under. <laughs> 62 and a half receiving yards. I think they're going to go with the similar game plan where there's only two receivers on the Chiefs right now, and he's one of them, so over. Yeah, I'll say over, too. Is it Travis Kels, as Mel Taylor was trying to tell us? No, Travis it's Swift. Kels? Kels? Travis Swift. Swift? Travis Swift. We might see a lot of happy Taylor up there in the box. I think we are. Over. I think we are. I think we're going to see it. Over for Travis Swift. Mark Andrews is going to play in this game. He's healthy. He practiced this week. He's been out for a decent amount of time over the hip tackle. Uh, about, what, six weeks ago, five weeks ago. Mark Andrews over under 35 and a half receiving yards. 30. Uh, I thought they were going to say 60. I was going to no, say No, this under. is a low number. Oh, it's, he's got to be over that. Yeah, he has to. But, I mean, likely he's come on. He's been he's great. Nice. He's, he's nice. been fantastic. I still think over about 45. Yeah, I, I think he gets that in two catches. Yeah, I think he gets the over in two catches. Because I think, I think there's a thing with some combos – and I think Lamar's going to want to get him involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get him started early, get him going, get the juices flowing. Lamar Jackson over under one and a half passing touchdowns. Over. Under, I think he throws one, runs for two. <laughs> He's going to run a lot. I think he throws for three. So <sighs> way over. Way over for Lamar. Mahomes over under one and a half passing yards. Or passing touchdowns. Passing yards? Yeah, over. Over. <laughs> Uh, he'll throw two. So he'll throw, yeah, he'll throw two. Over. I think that he'll throw two as well. Okay, moving on to the next game, Lions 49ers. Brock Purdy. Oh, this is big. Wow. Brock Purdy over under 274 and a half passing yards. Oh. Wow. How many is that before Yak? Uh, I'm going to say under. That's your guy, Jeff. I know. Brock Purdy? No, it's not. No. No. I'm going to go under. CJ Stroud. Yeah. No, no, Troy Smith. <laughs> no, no. Cardell. Braxton Jones. Miller. Yeah, Braxton Miller. JT. Or J, what is his name? Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. No, what's the other one? JT Barrett. Barrett, yeah. Those guys. By the way, he's he's a coach now. Kyle Barrett. McCord. Kyle McCord. Kirk Herbstreit. Kirk Herbstreit. <laughs> what did you say? What did Kent you say? Graham. Kyle McCord. <laughs> <laughs> Arch Schleister, back before Ken it. You, you think that LSU receiver used to bet. <laughs> Arch Schleister used to bet back there? before it was cool. What did you have uh, back to 274 and a half for Purdy? I have under. I'm going to go under, but he's going to get over 250. Jared Goff over under 255 and a half passing yards. Under. That, I think, goes over. They're going to be playing from behind. Uh, another shootout. Another shootout. He's going to go over. He's going to go over over 255 and a half for Goff. Christian McCaffrey over under 86 and a half rushing yards. Over. Hammer the over. Hammer the over. Hammer the over. He's Hammer. the again, he's the guy that makes it all go. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's going to he's going to get 100 yards in this game. That's why you guys copped out and made him the offensive player of the year he and named somebody it. else the MVP. And he deserves that as well. And he should probably win both. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Jameer Gibbs over under 47 and a half rushing yards. Over. I'm going to say under. Him and Montgomery as the uh, pairing that they have will both be around that number. He actually won me money last week on that last run. I think he got like 31 yards, and I needed like 26 yards, so he got me money. So I think he's going to make me some money this weekend. Um, I'm going to go over 47 and a half rushing yards for Jameer Gibbs. 
Christian McCaffrey over under 35 and a half receiving yards. Uh, he's he's going to be the center of their game plan. Debo's still injured. I'm going to say more Christian, so over. Yeah, I'll take over to it. I don't know if Debo's going to play. No, I yeah. think he's going to play, but I'm just saying I, I think it's going to be more on Christian's plate. That's I'll, possible. I'll take the over. I'm going to take the under. Uh, that's tough. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to say, do your decisions, are they biased by us? No. Do you, like, listen to us and go, I'm going to go the other way? No, no, no. Sometimes, but no. <laughs> Amon Ross St. Brown over under 85 and a half receiving yards. It is the coming out Amon Ross St. Brown party. Over. I'm going to take the under slightly. I think it's the Iowa tight end bowl with George Kittle and Sam Laporta. Laporta will have the big it's day. not the Iowa defensive bowl. I'm going to go under. He's going to get around 68 yards receiving. Jameer Gibbs over under 22 and a half receiving yards. Under. I'll take the under, too. I'm going to take the over. I think he hits both the rushing and receiving. Mm. Like you just said, Becky. Sam Laporta over under 48 and a half receiving yards. Over. Over. He's going to establish himself as a top three tight end in the NFL. He's good. Yeah. He's really good. good. He is crushing that over, even with his knee brace. He was He was making moves. Uh, last week. They got Goff's live news conference right now, and it's just, I mean, <laughs> he just is so unassuming of what you would think an NFL player looks like. He looks you know? like um, he looks like he's at the Ryder Cup. Right. Yeah, he looks like a golfer. Yeah. yeah he, lo- he looks like a golfer. Last one, George Kittle. Over, under, 61 and a half over. receiving yards. Take the over. Over. I always take the over my tight ends. I usually I put well, in. Think about the tight ends in this game. We we discuss yeah. quarterbacks. Look at the tight ends in this game. Oh, so yes. good. They're all the, the the four best tight ends in the league. I mean the the rookie, you know the rookie of the year. Right. If there was a tight end award, it'd be rookie of the year, and you, you could argue to those three, uh, Kelsey Andrews and Kittle are the three best tight ends in the league. Good on my guys. Good on them. All right, that was good. That was good. Beck told. I usually Hawks do a tight end all tight end parlay every single Sunday, so I'm definitely doing one this weekend. Now that I know, and now that uh, we just talked about them being the top tight ends in the league. Coming up next, Gerard Johnson will interview with the Pittsburgh Steelers for the offensive coordinator spot. And this weekend always uh, makes me happy, but makes me sad at the same time. We'll talk about that next, but first, the Bechtold headline. Gerard Johnson, who is the quarterback's coach for the Houston Texans, worked with Bobby Slowick and C.J. Stroud this year, will interview with the Steelers today, according to Tom Pelissero, for the offensive coordinator position. Penguins riding a two-game losing streak, return home to PPG Paints Arena, first game since Monday after the loss to Arizona. Game tonight against the Florida Panthers at 7 o'clock. Tristan Jari expected to be in that Penguins first game of a back-to-back tomorrow against Montreal at 7 o'clock. Tomorrow, it's Pitt Basketball and Miami at 2.15. Our coverage on the fan begins at 1.45, and you can hear it on your Odyssey app. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 93.7thefan.com. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say, there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Dickerson, Hathorne, Bechtold, here with you for about 30 more minutes. Somewhere around there, 32, 33 more minutes. 
Gerard Johnson, he's going to interview for the offensive coordinator spot for the Pittsburgh Steelers. How, how are we feeling about that? Obviously, he was the uh, quarterback coach for the Houston Texans, and um, the Steelers need, really need to probably expedite this process knowing that there's uh, things unraveling. I mean, obviously, the offensive coordinator spot for the Buccaneers is opening up now that their offensive coordinator took the head coach job at the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, there's going to be there's going to be a spot in, in L.A. with the Chargers that Harbaugh's going to be looking for. So they're going to need to find their guy. They're probably going to need to find them pretty quickly, knowing that there's going to be, uh, you know, available spots opening up and probably better opportunities, I would think, for other other candidates to, to take. So Gerard Johnson is the second domino to fall. Yesterday was Thomas Brown. That was the offensive coordinator at the Carolina Panthers. How are we feeling about Gerard Johnson? I think it's I think it's too soon for him to be offensive coordinator, but I like that the interview. Talk to somebody who's with the Texans. Stroud had a great year. Pick his brain. Remind him, hey, I gave you a chance to try to be an NFL quarterback. How about a little? Uh, how about a little knowledge about what's going on down there in Houston? And you know, he worked with Kirk Cousins. He's worked with other. I mean, he he spent brief time with the Ravens and and Cowboys in his career. Um, see what he has to offer, and then think about him being a pass game coordinator slash QB coach. I feel like, and maybe I'm reaching here, but, you know, with Zach Robinson's name um, being floated out there that the Steelers requested him, and then now Gerard Johnson, uh, we talked about the trends in the NFL, and one trend that's happening now is the former players being head coaches. The Steelers seem to be going former quarterback to be a coordinator. Because uh, Gerard Johnson obviously played in the league, was a former quarterback, and Zach Robinson was a former quarterback in the league. And I don't, I don't want to read into it too much. And people are reading into, obviously, the Zach Robinson with Mason Rudolph and Oklahoma State. But it seems that that's the trend, even though they're not looking at that as a head coach. But I feel like that teams want a former player uh, to be a, a decent part of their staff. I, I think players respond to players. I don't know. Did you feel like you respond to coaches that you knew played in the league more so than guys that maybe you heard that played in the league or didn't play in the league? Um, Maybe a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I guess, you know, it's more – there's more, I guess, of a flow of a conversation, if, if that makes sense. There's more – not like communication. Like the communication level is great between somebody that didn't play and somebody that did, but like – it's almost like, you know, it's going to a different country and you're like, all right, I have to learn this language to go to a different country. And it's kind of it's kind of shaky. Like you, you you get it, but you can you could tell that the people there know how to talk fluently with what they're doing. And then with a former player, especially like a former tight end, you could just talk more fluently about what you're seeing, what you're doing, what you're trying to do. Um, and it kind of makes that process a little bit. I mean, easier. Does anybody understand offenses more than the quarterback? I mean, they have to know everything. Yeah. So who better to teach? It's like a catcher. How many good managers were catchers? Because you have to know everything when you're catching, and your perspective is, is different when you're catching. Yeah, I, I think that it makes a ton of sense. I mean, there are a lot of good coordinators that, that were quarterbacks at various degrees of success. I don't think you have to – that doesn't mean you have to be Tom Brady to be a great coach, um, but I think being a quarterback, understanding that pressure, knowing what comes with position – playing at at least a high enough college level like Gerard Johnson played at A&M. Ton of pressure playing at A&M. Mm -hmm. I mean, he never made it in the NFL, but, I mean, the guy played big-time games at A&M, so he understands what that's about. And and maybe he could, he could be a guy that could explain to Kenny of, like, 
all right, here are some of the mistakes I made, or here are some of the things you need to work through. And you know what? Here's what your situation is. Nothing's guaranteed. I mean, I think they can have some great conversations. Do you think that this is a, a you know an attractive job though? Like, would would somebody want to make a lateral move to coach for the Steelers? Well, I think that's why. So if you make Gerard Johnson your quarterback coach, you you entice it with passing game coordinator. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think that's what makes it not a lateral move, but something where you're involved more than just. But you can't make that hire before you hire the coordinator. That's that's the trick, because you're not. I don't think you're going to get the coordinator you need, and force a quarterbacks coach on them. Right. Right. Unless they have previously. Unless you. This is part of a grand scheme or grand plan. You're you're not going to hire the quarterback coach first. Go ahead, Beck. It's going to come down to if the coordinator believes that they can truly turn Kenny Pickett around. Because that's the way the Steelers are showing that they're committed to sticking with him this year. Does this coordinator believe that his offense can change everything with Pickett and make him look like a dynamic quarterback that's capable of being an NFL starter? Because there's the fear that, well, I don't, I don't know if I can make Pickett work, but if I make him work, right? I, and that's what I want. I want right. that coach like the challenge. I'm good enough. I'll make this work. Mm-hmm. And I think that tells you a little bit about who you're hiring, about if somebody's a little apprehensive or if you're in the interview and they're kind of like, uh, does Kenny have to be like out? Right, right. You want, you, you want a guy that's, that's willing to take that challenge because if you're that guy and you are willing to take that challenge and that challenge does pan out, then you're probably on that trajectory of being you know, the next head coach somewhere. And, and I don't care about I know some people get scared about having a one and out. If a guy is in here one year and then leaves, um, it's for a good it, reason, right? It's because you had a great year. I can absolutely live with that. And then if, you can be enemy or bevel or somebody then would go on to somewhere else or a Kellen Moore and then would become a head coach the next year. That means he had success here. And then you have the foundation of how right. you found that guy. That's too. why that second guy is so important, right? You had the foundation of what you did before. It obviously worked to find that first guy that you should not be worried that if somebody were to leave that you couldn't find another guy. Um, that is definitely important. Guys, you know, transitioning here, <laughs> this weekend makes me sad because I know that there's only one more football game left. Uh, it's the Super Bowl, and you have to wait to watch the Super Bowl. Obviously, you have to wait, what, two weeks to watch the Super Bowl, and then it's the off season, and then you're just kind of yearning for football at, at around March. You're like, man, I miss football. When's football coming back around? Then there's the draft, and then there's, you know, OTAs, and you're kind of starting to smell it in the air. Then you get to training camp, and it just feels like a long time before you have an actual game Don't after tell the Doug Super Bowl. This, yeah. There is football in the spring. Yeah, there's football for him in the spring. There is. And, you know, hopefully that league is uh, going to do well. But I, I, I used to watch the Pro Bowl, and now I haven't watched the Pro Bowl in years. And I don't think that many people tune into the Pro Bowl. I think it's terrible. It is absolutely awful. You could call me crazy, but I think that they need to figure something out where they can align the NFL, the NHL, and the NBA to have their all-star games all on the same weekend and do cross-skills competitions between all three sports. You have your Pro Bowl players, you have your all-stars, but you ask hockey players to do football stuff, you ask football players to do hockey stuff. Like I would love to see Miles Garrett skate down and try to score on one of the top goalies in the NHL. Like, his I analytics would, would be the best in the game. His analytics would be the best. His skate rate would be unbelievable. His slap shot. His pressure on the goalie would be insane. Real. I would want to see that. I, I you know, I would want to see hockey players uh, play in a pickup game with NBA players. Like, 
I think that you can get creative to make people want to watch. Now, I don't, I don't watch the NHL All-Star game that much either. I watch the NBA. It's all, it's all just, you know, they're messing around. They're not obviously going hard because, you know, they're in the middle of the season. So why not make it just a big skills competition where you're not putting anybody at risk too much um, and make it fun? What do you guys think about that? It's a pretty good idea that I've never even thought of about before. Miles Garrett just like shots on goal and pressure rates. He'd yeah. be right there. He'd be right up for it. I would just wonder because baseball's out of season. It wouldn't be baseball. Right during this area. So you'd want hockey. But you would play baseball. Like you would have a home run derby. Like you could with hockey players, baseball players, I mean, and football players. You could players. have baseball players. It's right before, it's the right spring, before, training before spring training. I think it's a fascinating idea. I'd love to see someone so, try to run I'd away. watch that. So back when you guys were negative in years, uh, there used to be a thing called Battle of the Network Stars. Yes. And they used to have the all the TV shows, like they'd form teams, like Team ABC, Team NBC, Team CBS, and they'd have their guys and they'd run. They'd do races, tug of war, um, like going through the military uh, drills where you're climbing walls and all that stuff. That would fascinate me if you had it, you had three different leagues or maybe four mm -hmm. and they competed against each other in those type of skills because even though you might think at first oh it's not going to be immediately competitive oh yeah yeah I, I just want to see the competitive nature and if you ask any athlete in their respective sport like what like what would you rather be like they always say like man i always wanted to be a football player or a basketball player always saying i always wanted to play baseball okay let's see let's see if you could do it let's let's compete let's compete with all the guys all the actual all-stars in three sports, and let's see if you can actually play a different sport. TNT has kind of done that with Steph Curry, Tom Brady. They've brought guys to play golf at the, the golf, match. Right. And I love that. Kind of a similar concept. I love that. I think it's a fascinating idea, and I hope that they uh, – actually, i got to do something. I hope they don't steal my it's, idea. It's all great until Mahomes gets injured skating. But, yes. I mean, it's, you know? it's the offseason for them. I mean, you just got to worry about the basketball players and the hockey players doing football stuff. But it would be like flag football. Do a flag football game with, like, Ovechkin and Mahomes. I always said LeBron team. would be a great tight end. LeBron? Yes. I want to see LeBron on skates. That's just me. Fan Morning Show kickoff brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at awaken180weightloss.com. Coming up next, there are there, – there is, a, you know, a re – renewing of the backyard brawl we'll talk about that next in basketball and jeff asked me a question about pit basketball that got my mind spinning and let's ask the question to you but first a becky headline head coaching news in the nfl chargers jim harbaugh raiders antonio pierce patriots gerard mayo titans brian callahan panthers dave canales the commanders raheed morris going to the atlanta falcons it's the commanders and the seahawks who do not have head coaches yet and it seems like, according to Adam Schefter, Bill Belichick will not be finding a home for 2024. Headlines, probably Bowser and Genesis Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. And now, here's Doran. Whether you want a new Chevy Equinox, Chevy Trax, or even a brand new Chevy Silverado, Century 3 Chevy will make all your dreams come true. In addition to their wide selection of new vehicles, they also have a wide variety of certified pre-owned Chevrolet models. I talk about it all the time. They have the best customer service, and you know the jingle. Century 3, Chevrolet, Lebanon, Church Road, Pittsburgh. Check them out today. Make sure you tell them Doran sent you or go to their website, century3chevy.com.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, more shows brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. Dorn Dickerson, Jeff Hathorn, Austin Bechtold behind the glass. Jeff, they're uh, continue on to play the backyard brawl in basketball saw that yesterday uh you you asked earlier the the rivals in in sports and um you know that is one that is fantastic i hope that they uh can fit well i guess they're gonna go away with it with football for a little bit and then bring it back but that is a rival that uh you know would love to see play every single year and it looks like they're gonna continue it yeah it's the smart move it, it makes a lot of sense it gives you an early, a non-conference game that you can get into that has high stakes that really can tell you something about your group and you don't have to travel far for it. And it's an hour, hour and a half, maybe. I mean, I, and I mean, I, I think it's all positive. I'm glad the schools have, have decided this makes a lot of sense for both sides. Bechtel, do you like the uh, backyard brawl basketball being back? Yeah. Jeff and I were both there for the game earlier this year and the environment is awesome. It was cool to yeah, see the Oakland zoo. When Blake's making nine threes. That it's is really nice. Good. And he's making logo shots as well. Five feet behind the arc. It's a great rivalry. It's a great game. You can just tell the emotions in the air no matter when Pitt and West Virginia play. And whatever sport it might be, it's something that just belongs. It's natural. It fits. Do you ever go to wrestling, like watch those two wrestle? No. You talk about energy in a building, like between those two. I bet you that's something. It's it's pretty cool. Like I, And I've seen it in other sports, but like wrestling. Oh, yeah. It's on between between those school, between Pitt and West Virginia. It's it is cool, and it should and it should happen. I think Jalen Lowe is a freshman. He grew up in Houston, so I don't you know how much does he really understand. I think he's going to be on West Virginia's radar. West V, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I loved it down there. It was great. It was real fun. Yeah, what was fun about it? Yeah, winning. It's like it's like the second home. Yeah. Like the second I, home I, in Morgan. Second home. I, you know, I, I should I we love save that. that for Crowley? Yeah, we should. We should yeah. put that in his folder. Actually, we'll do. Yeah, put that in this folder. I, I just like the fact that both universities, they recognize that this game, that, you know, this matchup and rivalry needs to be played in a, in a high capacity, and they're recognizing the 
the aura around it and even the fan bases too. Like I know that there's hatred between both fan bases. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, smack talk between both fan bases and going down there this year for football. Um, there was a, it was a, it was a crazy environment, but we both recognize that this game needs to be played. And kudos to West Virginia. They've been aggressive in scheduling regional rivalries. You know, they scheduled Penn state, they scheduled Virginia Tech, who for parts of West Virginia is their big rivalry game. Um, that That's a, a big rivalry between those two schools. Um, kudos to them. They've kind of taken the forefront in that, and I'm, I'm glad that you know Pitt and West Virginia are going to play. And hopefully next time they put that football schedule – well, who knows? Mm-hmm. Next time they, they have the football series, they might be in the same conference again. True. True, which is crazy to think about. Jeff, you asked me a question off uh, offline earlier. Um, if you could add one former Pitt basketball player to this roster, who would it be? Who would yours be? So there's a part of me that loves Sam Young. Like oh, when he yeah. was back and I was watching him do a couple of pump fakes, he's a master at it. And it's such an easy skill, but so few people can do it. Um, but for me, for this team, and I never saw him play, but I had the chance to talk to him, Billy Knight. Mm. He averaged a double-double. Like, put him on this team in this style of today's game, and I think he would be awesome. Bechtold? Man, I'd love to see DeWan Blair on this team. Pitt needs a big, a dominant big, someone powerful on the block. They didn't necessarily need it against Duke, maybe because Mark Mitchell was out. But, man, would DeWan Blair make an impact on this team, especially being able to play pick and roll with Lowe, Carrington, and the guards this team has? What about Adams running the court with this team? Steven Adams. Oh, my goodness. He was here for, what, one year? One year. One year. I, I, one I would, year too long for him. Yeah, I, I would pick I would pick Blair probably. I think they'd need that underneath, and they probably could need it, use his leadership. And, uh, you know, he would just control underneath, uh, whether it was rebounds, whether it was just, you know, you know, putbacks, whatever it is. I think that they're kind of missing that piece there. You know, I'd love to have talked to these guys is Paige. Oh, yeah. I mean, the way he played defense and what he brought. I mean, he still scored 1,500 points. People forget that. Ooh. I mean, the guy, because you think about him as for a few dunks in his defense. Right, right. Guy could play the game, and he was so kind of laid back, and it wasn't about him. It was all about team. But his intensity in games and the way he played, that's another one. I, even though Panthers have some young guards, ooh, I like him on that I, I, I did too. I thought that was fascinating, actually. You know, you think about those little things sometimes whenever you're like sitting around and then, you know, you brought that up. I was like, you know what, with where they're at and what they just did, you know, they're on a two game win streak. Uh, they obviously play tomorrow. Uh, you know, who would fit really well with this basketball team to really enhance their roster? And I thought that was very sad, fascinating. Sad thing, like Champagne almost could have, still have eligibility now. He's doing with well. With the COVID year. He's right? doing well in the NBA, I think right? So. so add Justin Champagne to this team. Not bad. Maybe his last year, yeah. Not sure if it will be this year or last year. But I mean, it seems like I mean, I mean, if he's in Miami, he's got nine years. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Coming up next, we will wrap up the show on the Fan Morning Show. Um, there are a couple games. This is going to be a great weekend, actually. If we really think about it, we're going to go through that. It's going to be a fantastic week. You got championship ball, you got hockey, you got yeah basketball, you got the whole gamut, really. Uh, going on this weekend that you can watch and tune into. So we'll talk about that next. We'll wrap up the show here on the Fan Morning Show. But first, a Bechtel headline.
Raheem Morris is the new Falcons head coach, and there's a likelihood that he will bring Rams quarterbacks and pass game coordinator Zach Robinson with him to be the new offensive coordinator of the Falcons, a guy that the Steelers have had interest in. For the Steelers, a lot of guys that they are currently discussing and trying to talk to. Clint Kubiak is one guy that has been rumored to potentially be an option for offensive coordinator. Gerard Johnson will interview with the Steelers, the Houston Texans quarterbacks coach, today. Pit Basketball, 215 tomorrow. Our coverage begins at 145 on the fan, and you can listen on your Odyssey app. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. Thor Dickerson, Jeff Hathorne, Austin Bechtold here with you for about eight more minutes. Where did you say Cook and Joe were at? At the Hall of Fame. Like the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Pro Football Hall of Fame. There's a new Steelers exhibit. They're doing a show from there? They are. Wow. There's there's a Cook and Joe exhibit at the Hall of Fame. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) For four hours. Wow, that's interesting. I did not know that. Good for them. I bet you they're going to have some fun. Some special guests and all. Do you think they rode together? There's probably no chance, right? Absolutely, they did. Yeah, they. Oh, you think they did? They definitely did. Yes. You think that they carpooled? I, I can't. I can't see Ron being like, "Oh, Joe, I got to ride two hours to Canton with you, and then I got to do four hour show, and then I got to ride back. I'm not doing. I'll drive myself." Can you imagine Starkey? He's probably like, <laughs> I, "I just, I, I would love to be like a fly on the dashboard in their car if they are riding together, listening to their conversations before they have." Would you? Yes, I would too. Yes. Really? Yes, I want. Like, sure? what? Are, what do you think that they're going to talk about that's not sports? Unless they just talk sports the whole time, but you're about to talk sports for four hours. I think they get into deep political discussion. No, probably. no, definitely not. <laughs> we have to, to, uh, tonight, Jeff. We got Penguins, Florida Panthers. What are you feeling about that game? They need they need something. They have two home games. We'll they get do. into the next one after this, but this is the first of two home games. Florida Panthers, Pittsburgh Penguins. What you feeling? I mean, Florida's got the most wins on the road, other than. I think more than anybody, 15 road wins this year. Like they're not a team that's bothered by the road. Of course, probably a lot of their home games feel like road games, you know, with all the floor, the transplants that are down there. Um, Florida's explosive. I, I want to think that this could be a game. Listen, the Penguins can beat anybody, mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. The problem is they can lose to anybody, and then they have lapses which lose them games they should have won. Um I like tomorrow more than I do today, although I don't think Montreal is a slam dunk either. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Bechtold, what are you feeling about tonight's game and maybe tomorrow's game against the uh, Montreal Canadiens with the Penguins? I think they'll win one of two, but I just don't feel like this team has much of a direction at the moment, maybe because we're still in that wall January. Usually they figure it out around February, beginning of March, but... Not last year. It, it would be huge for them to have some power play success before they go in a little break here. Yeah. Figure Just something have out. something good going into that little break because if their power play starts running at just an average level, forget top five. If they can get that going, they are a dangerous team. Pitt basketball plays Miami tomorrow. Did you know Pitt basketball is 4-1 on the road this year? They're pretty good on the road. Four and one on the road. And the one loss at Syracuse, they were up eight at half. Right. 
Right. They're pretty good on the road this year. Uh, can they make it three in a row? Can they make it three in a row against Miami? Miami's it's a tough that that's a high flying. That's a good offense Miami has. They obviously have an experienced head coach. Um, but I like the way Pitt's trending right now. I like their mindset. Uh, they've kind of figured out some roles for some guys. I think these young guards are growing up fast. Um, I'm going to go with the Panthers. They proved me wrong against Duke. I did not think they were going to win that game. I didn't think it was going to be close. I thought Duke was going to run away with it. So they've instilled some new confidence in me. Miami, they're depleted from last year's team. Still have some good players, but I think Pitt will win it. I think Pitt wins too. I think they make it 3-0. They're Like I said, they're really good on the road um, this year. So I, I think they keep their trend going. Does, does NFL news ever happen on the weekend? Like, what, like will, will anything pop up that like, all right, so-and-so hired – hire this person as their offensive coordinator only if i'm about to do something really cool and then something comes out so, and then i've got to okay hold on i gotta give me a half hour i gotta work do, on something do you think the steelers interview anybody else over the weekend outside of who they're going to interview in gerard Johnson? so they won't on sunday okay. out of respect to the championship games normally you don't see any news on championship sunday um could they interview somebody tomorrow sure absolutely they could okay because as you've said, I mean, the dominoes are starting yeah. to fall with the head coaches. Like, you can't just figure you're going to take your time here. Sorry, right, guys. Two spots left, yeah, head coaching-wise. It, I mean, it, it's really – it's moving fast. It's 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 moving rapidly. Um, who do you guys like? AFC, Chiefs, Ravens. Who you got? Let's get us some predictions before we get out. I picked against the Chiefs last time. That didn't work out well. I think Baltimore wins at home. Oh, no. You see that thing on Twitter where they're saying that the logos are giving away the NFL script and who's going to the Super Bowl? I did see that. What? Purple's in the logo. In the last two years, the script, logo, whatever they want to call it, was correct. But the last two Super Bowls and the colors and the logos and based on the city, whatever. Baltimore's the better. this is rigged? No. Baltimore's the better team. It's a weird coincidence. Mm-hmm. Baltimore's the better team. They will beat Kansas City at home. Kansas City's going to win. Kansas City's going to win. Mahomes, he just got it. And Lamar Jackson, they'll come close. It'll be a close game. But Kansas City will win the AFC Championship game to head to the Super Bowl. NFC Championship game. Lions, 49ers, who you got? Niners haven't been playing great. I mean, I think they peaked. I'm going to go kneecaps. Ooh, I like it. Oh, I want the fighting kneecaps to win this so badly. But in San Francisco, I just don't think they will. Christian McCaffrey, the fighting NFL Offensive Player of the Year, should be potentially MVP if it wasn't for Lamar Jackson. They'll win. Their defense will hold up and play really well against Goff. the Lions. Goff doesn't go home and have this big game. He'll have a decent game, but not enough. I Bad am boy. going to go with the Detroit Lions. They're oh, going to win the game. Yeah. They're going to win the game. I hope you're right. They're I really do. They, it, it's their time, and good on them for doing that. They are going to win this football game. Debo Samuel, Samuel will be out of the game in my prediction. I don't know if he really is, but I don't think he's going to be able to play, which will vault the Detroit Lions of being NFC champions, and we'll have a Lions-Chiefs Super Bowl, in my opinion. Thank you, guys. Great yeah, week. Thank you. How cool is it going to be the next four hours? Cook and Joe at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Hall of Two Fame. days before championship Sunday. I know they're excited about it. Cook and Joe are up next. But first, fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives 
on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado, sunchevy.com today, high of 58 with cloudy skies throughout the day. Tomorrow, high of 49 with a low of 40. See ya. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.